Hi everyone. This is Ian Eggert. I am the host, the host, the host, the host of the podcast, you know, your, your law firm podcast. And today I have the pleasure to interview uh, my friend, my former co-worker, Kane Lamb. Kane, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for, for having me. Definitely. Um, we want to talk about legal, the guide to legal building software. And, um, you know, but before, before we get into that, I want to just talk about, you know, the sponsor of the show today. This podcast is sponsored, if you don't know, by Grind. Um, Grind is a digital marketing <clears throat> agency in Toronto. It specializes in doing Google pickup ads for, for basically law firms. So if you're a law firm, you want high quality prospects and want to work with a firm to help you get those drive those leads, then contact Grind. Grind is grindsocial.ca. Grindsocial.ca. <clears throat> so Kane, thank you for connecting here today. Um, let's start with you. Tell me about yourself. Tell people who you are and what you do. Sure. Thank you. Well, I work in legal tech. Basically, if you want to buy our software, you connect with a teammate. And they make sure that you are typically a law firm or somebody that works in a law firm and that you have a need. And once they establish that, they set you up an appointment uh, to speak with myself. And then at that point, basically, I help you figure out all the reasons that you're going to buy Clio. Um, and I help you connect with the next steps. So that's basically me in a nutshell <laughs> and my day. Right. So, so tell me what led you to, to work in legal tech? I am curious. Yeah. At that time, I was looking for a career change and legal. Wow. You know, just growing up in Canada, reading and listening about the civil rights heroes, the, the great court defenses of innocent clients. Uh, that part was always appealing for me, not so much as a practitioner of the law, but being involved in that world. And then the other side of legal tech is the technology part. We're going through a legal transformation. We're certainly going through a financial transformation, healthcare transformation, transformation all over uh, with technology. Um, and so combining these two passions sounds like a, a pretty fun go. And, you know, it was um, I get to at the Clio Cloud Conference. It's a, it's a company con uh, conference that we host uh, once a year. Of course, you know that, Ian. Um, we get to hear from people like uh, Ian, is it Ian Manuel? Ian Manuel is uh, yeah. somebody who was in prison for decades since mm -hmm. he was uh, just 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And his story about how he got released. Uh, or Brian Stevenson, civil rights uh, um activist uh, down in Missouri trying to free people like Ian and uh, he was recently part of um, uh, a movie that, that came out so so to be part of this process to be able to help people like Ian uh, through our software or people like uh, Brian uh, to be able to do work that's incredibly uh, empowering mm. okay so for those who maybe don't know of Clio I mean I know it's a big company uh, rising up there as far as unicorn in legal tech, Canadian tech, but tell us in a nutshell, what is Clio? Yeah. Clio, to me, it offers an easy way for somebody to launch an online law firm. And you don't have to have the fuss of setting up a server 
or necessarily an in-office uh, setup. You can do it from your home office. Um, you also don't have any ongoing mm, worries about security. Mm. Um, and so um, the interface as well, it's, it's really clean. It's easy to use. It's really intuitive. And there's mm. things like daily live training for, for you to uh, jump on, but for anybody you decide to hire to learn your system as well. So easy way for, for law firms to just hang up their shingle and say, let's do this. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Hang up your shingle. Get a, get a license. Um, that's cool. I'll walk with you if you could. Like, what's a, day, a typical day look like for you as far as working at Clio and connecting with law firms? Okay, this is really cool because I, I just looked at my last year's results and I closed you know, and I don't speak about this in a in a in a way where I want to brag, but um, I looked at the numbers and I closed 421 accounts last year, and so I did the math out of 220 working days. You know how how many accounts that I got to close? Well, I got to close about two to hit that number. Um, and so what my day looks like is I, I run at least two <laughs> uh, meetings every day, every working day, sometimes more usually more, maybe three to four, uh, sometimes five meetings mm. uh, with with typically law firms, but paralegal firms and, and other types of entities as well who are looking at using Clio. And so if uh, they want to buy it, you know, we, we have a look at what Clio has to offer to them. And then that, that's pretty much my day to day. The, the rest of the time, um, I'm following up with people who already had a look. Maybe they need a second or a third look. And um, usually at that point, uh, two or three times is when you want to give it a try. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Now, I know that the role that you do in Clio is is a very high velocity. We have a lot of conversations. So that's why we're using them when I talk to you because you get okay. to see the biggest slice of, of prospects you know, in that role you're in now. So from your conversations with lawyers, um, what do you think has been the most common problem they face that motivated them to request a product demo with you, if that makes any sense? Sure. So so what I see is um, a, a lot of law firms are actually in, in a small law firm capacity. I think like out of all the law firms in the U.S., uh, something like 70 or 80% uh, are, are under like 10 people in the firm. Um, and so I really envy lawyers and legal professionals, paralegals, because they get to work with clients and really make a big change in, in their lives. Um, sometimes they tell me that it's the single biggest decision um, that, that influenced their life is, is what they tell us about uh, what some of their clients have said uh, with their experience working with lawyers. Um, that being said, there's a whole bunch of other admin um, that uh, a law firm has to manage. And that can get a little bit disorganized at times. You know, right? uh, the saying is a client only has one case, but a lawyer has 99. And so um, how do they juggle multiple cases at once? how they get organized and scale at the same time. And so that's a big question, whether you're a well-established law firm, multiple sites, multiple team members, or you're a single solo firm. Um, organization is something that you can always get better at. 
uh, especially with technology just changing around us mm. at this time, uh, different avenues to connect with, you know, our clients, our clients' clients, uh, their expectations on, on how they want to work with different, you know, banks or different uh, lawyers are, are changing too. I mean, when's the last time you went to a dentist? Did you call them? Did you look them up on, on Google? What were the avenues that you, you went to? I know for me, I went on Google, then I went on my phone. And then as soon as they called me back, I could schedule something. That's, that's how I prefer to um, work with my dentists. And so um, I think that's coming for law firms as well. <clears throat> well, thanks for that insight. You mentioned a few things that, you know, this is called the Scale Your Law Firm podcast. And you, you just mentioned, <laughs> mentioned the magic word, scale. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think on, a, on, on some level, big or small, um, most law firms and most businesses are looking to scale, right? Because scale comes growth, comes revenue, comes freedom to some degree, if you get to that level. But you mentioned two things, admin tasks and organization, you know? I think that's a huge thing. Um, a lot of people do do uh, either they. I find there's two camps of, of of attorneys that look at Clio. Well, these are the ones that are kind of new in the game. Like I want to, I want to, I want to have a good foundation before I start. Or ones that it's, it's it's pretty much all chaos. It's like okay, yeah, we we've basically it's flooding now. We need we need some help because so disorganized and it's so not. There's no way to scale or hire new people because the reality is. Um, like I said, our podcast is all about focusing on scaling your law firm. And there's only four things I find that people can do. You can get better marketing, hire better people or more people, have better systems, or have a better mindset. How do you think? How do you approach your business? Once a segment of that, well, two segments of that is systems and people. So if you have a poor system, it's tough to hire people because you're like, you bring someone new and it's like, hey, welcome to my law firm. And it's all in my head right now. Because that's hard to scale, but if you put it in a system, you can hire three, four people. It clearly helps do that, right? <clears throat> yeah, I agree. So, from your experience, um, why is having practice management software uh, so important for law firms? Wow, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I guess on the other side of that, let's say you don't have, you know, a practice management system, and you know, everything is running along smoothly. Well, you know, in, in that case, it might not be a great big appeal for you um, because everything is running smoothly. However, if you do an analysis of uh, your processes about how efficient everything is, um, if your staff members can take time off and somebody else can just jump right in, um, oftentimes you'll find, I think, um, that a case management software or practice management software can give you additional layers where you can fall back to, right? If if two or three people uh, take off uh, at one time or they need to, especially with the last two years, how would that affect your practice? And, mm -hmm. and I think that's a question that we were all asked uh, in the last couple of years, even if we're in that situation. Um, more commonly, who I speak to most of the times, either they have uh, a problem they want to resolve, or yeah, they're just starting off their, their law firm right now. And so uh, the big benefit for, for people in this situation is, let's say your billing, your billing process just takes way too long, or let's say your mm, communication internally and with your clients 
how can we better organize that? Because we're getting a hundred emails every day. And, you know, the other side of my, my firm doesn't really see that often. Um, or they got to go to two or three different places. How can we streamline that? Well, here's the fix. And that's one reason why you want to get a, a practice management software. Or if you're starting off a new firm, where do you want to invest your time? You know, being your new business owner, you know uh, where, 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 where this is going. If you only have limited amount of resources, mental energies, do you want to be like an office manager? Or do you want to grow your business, develop it? and be a lawyer Mm. Um, how can you set up a system that really just runs itself trains whoever needs to come onto your uh, come into your team and and just run so um, a couple of big reasons depending on where you are excuse me yeah that's good i mean you mentioned a lot of things there i think and one thing i feel like a lot of people miss is it actually once you have a system in place it actually, your law firm becomes more of an, an asset, you know, where if you were to sell the law firm or to scale back, you could just say, hey, here's my login, here's my clients and go at it, right? Um, uh, I, I want to know if you could, you know, like I said, you, you've, you've helped 400 and some people last year. I'm getting Cleo, so it's a lot of conversations. <laughs> do, do one or two things, do one or two conversations stick out to you, either recently or in your you know last past year uh of when you were showing cleo to somebody and they had a wow moment once they saw the billing or some function of the software that they didn't know existed or it's totally different than what they were doing now if that makes any sense sure that almost happens every day <laughs> uh the year before that it was 460 accounts so um it's a pretty <laughs> consistent tight kind of a situation here yeah. Um, well, recently I spoke with a couple of legal assistants and just the way that we can file emails, which is one out of a, a stack of um, abilities of using a system like Clio was, was incredible for them. You know, they were telling me, oh yeah, we actually don't have access to uh, the documents that the other side is working on. There's three legal assistants there. So, um, well, how do you get the, those documents to the other person? Oh, I, I email it to her, and then she emails it back to me. How how often does it happen a day? Well, it happens about twenty to thirty times a day. So I can't even imagine my inbox having additional twenty to thirty emails just from communications. Like it's just incredible. From somebody who really loves the concept of inbox zero, that is hair raising for me. Yeah, and um. And well, within Clio, obviously, it's just in one spot. Everybody can access it, and you can see who's updated. You can easily share things with your clients even, and uh, they can access it through a portal, so you can skip that email part. Uh, and they become people who file things for you. They'll have access a limited way. So, so from <clears> that <throat> perspective, that was really helpful for these legal assistants. I'll share one more. Um, mm. Another one was was a lawyer trying to onboard somebody new. Um, it was a, a PI attorney in New York, very high tempo, knows what he's doing, and now he's growing his business. So how does he do that? Well, he's got to get a second person in here. But the how did he actually convey that message to that new paralegal was, was a little bit different. It's all in his head. And so what he had to do was just calls, texts, emails, 
at every stage of the way. And then uh, that he felt like a, a big risk. And she felt like this was not a very good use of her time because um, I guess that relationship um, could have been smoother. Maybe it could have been written down somewhere. Maybe she could have just joined the law firm and just followed his process, especially if it was written down. Um, and so he realized that and he called us. He got Cleo uh, and we're starting to help him uh, verbalize and, and put down his process and tasks and a workflow so that his most current new team member can just learn it, jump on, help him effectively. Um, and then he can track his, uh, his, his, his tasks to her um, easily as well. So um, a couple of reasons from different perspectives, but, um, but, but yeah, everybody kind of gets a different take out of Clio system. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, I'm curious to know if you can maybe give your perspective on this, right? Um, so right wrong answer, just your perspective. It seems like when you describe clear or just practice managed software in general, right? It seems like a no brainer, like just why would you not have it? But the reality is <clears throat> not everybody you talk to you buys, right? Um, there's usually some <laughs> reason hope. why. So from your perspective, why do you think people hesitating in adopting practice management software? Yeah. Look, for for a lot of law firms, if you're just everything is running smoothly, you're you're used to the way you run things. Mm, the big question is why do you want to make a change? And so I think uh, a strong business case to show that you can save a lot of time, maybe it actually reduce costs. Maybe you have a lot of server costs or there's ongoing costs or there's booming upgrade costs that you have to consider uh, as well as, you know, compliance and security. Sometimes we have systems in place for that already. Sometimes we're, we're lacking. Um, and, and with our world that's changing so rapidly now with new legislation in, in the EU for, for payments, um, for uh, developing legislation about how we interact with cryptocurrencies um, and a new interest in, in, in making payments uh, through either cryptocurrencies or, or other online payments, well, then lawyers uh, need to be on top of those things. So um, if everything's running fantastically well, it's it's a conversation that you're going to have to have with a very strong business case around these three reasons uh, to really make a move. Um, Otherwise, though, uh, if you have a problem you want to fix and you're in a law, law firm, come talk to Cleo. We can we can help you out. <laughs> That's funny. You, you mentioned something that I feel like I find comes up a lot. I mean, there's a lot of factors, right? There's price, there's this, that, the other. But all things being equal, I think a big thing that stops people from implementing case management software or you know, going from Excel spreadsheets or some janky old system to something new and better, whether it's clear anything else, right? I think it's time. And, you know, I remember having conversations with people and you present the business case and you, you show them this, then they wow them. And this is awesome. But in the back of the mind, you're thinking, how much time will this take to train my team, to learn myself, bring the systems over, the data over? And I find that sometimes is a is a can be a hindrance to people moving forward. Um, from yeah. my experience, my perspective, right? Change management, change. I mean, the reality is like who likes change, right? 
Um, But those who can see the long-term benefit of it, not just the short-term pain, but the long-term gain, um, I find that those are the ones that, that have the, that put the investment in and getting it software. Yeah. It can, it can feel like a completely different way of doing things and it could feel a little bit intimidating or mm, it it could be, it could feel like a lot that's going to change. Um, But once you have a look at it, it's going to look more familiar than, than it actually is. Um, Especially at the rate of development that we're seeing with some of these systems. Wow. It, It almost looks like, what you have right now except those little annoying things that you've already figured out to do like six or seven things um to compensate for it Mm. now it's just one step now it's much easier now your day is much shortened um so Mm. yeah if you can get back those like i said those those ladies that are sending emails everybody has a story right either either that's some janky with billing or you know editing tasks or whatever it is right Mm. you can save yourself five minutes Every time you do that thing, multiply that by five days a week. You get money. You're getting time back in your life to do whatever you want to do. Right. Um, there was a, there was another one we were speaking to with, whose servers crashed, hmm. and they were hosting their emails on their own server, and so just reaching out to them turned out to be quite difficult. But once they found a fix to their own server system, um, that wasn't an issue anymore, and so. Um, they found a different way to like go about it, I guess, uh, to, to retrieve their old emails, uh, to put themselves back on. Change where just wore them out. It was the change fatigue that you're talking about, Ian. So it's like, now you're going to have to consider adopting another new system. I mean, whew, after that crash, after they found a fix for that crash, I mean, they've, they've probably hit their limit, even though they know that they, they probably should at the end of the day go to a, uh, a case management system to prevent this or or another part of their system from from happening again. Mm. Very good, very good. Um, I guess to kind of like you know tie it into the last question here, like, what do you think has been the most important lesson you've learned over your career in legal tech so far? Wow, the the most important uh, lesson that I learned in legal. Uh, in legal tech so far yeah and it, just, it could be anything right yeah hmm. or or something you, you didn't know maybe you, you had a perspective of how law was lawyer was and now you're like no nah, it's totally different i don't know just some perspective or that you know something. i was worried that legal and, and tech could be not the most stimulating uh uh area of either tech or or, or, or legal yeah um, but coming into this, this field, I, I really see the, the passion people have, uh, from the client perspective on, on the types of clients that they want to help, uh, whether it's with family law or the community or a different, other, a different practice area. Um, yeah, people are just like regular people. <clears throat> so mm, they have the same interests. They have the same goals, uh, as, as other people do. Um, and, and the work that we do here is, uh, I think very impactful, especially when you look at the defense side or the the civil rights side. Um, and then as we're seeing around the world now, like immigration is, is really big as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so every part of the law, uh, is very interesting, uh, if you think about it. Mm, So I think if I had to like pull one, (laughs) 
<laughs> big lesson uh, out of my legal tech career. Wow, what what I what would I say? I'd say be really interested, find a passion uh, in the work that you do, because hmm. that's going to sustain you, and it's going to keep you learning and developing and looking for new ways of of doing things, which I think ultimately is what we need. Uh, especially with all the change that's going on. So uh, find the passion and that can help you manage uh, the change that's going on. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, everybody, this is my guest, Kane Lamb from Clio. Thank you for sharing your 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 story, your, your Clio story and your perspective on legal building and software in general for lawyers who are looking to scale their law firms. Um, thank you. If anybody wants to connect with Kane, uh, in the show notes of this episode, I will put his email, work email. Uh, it's kane.lam at cleo.com, but I'll put it in the show notes too. Connect with Kane if you want to talk more about legal tech um, or just software. If you're looking to get some software, he's a, here's a guy to go to. Um, thank you, Kane. Any any parting words, anything you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? Well, just thanks for having me in. I mean, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. You're trying to create more content, trying to create more valuable content for lawyers so that they can be on top of things and um, and create a better system for uh, a lot of their clients as well. So thank you for having me and appreciate it. No problem. You. This is Kane Lamb. Uh, this is wrapping up uh, with episode three, A Guide to Legal Building with Software with Kane Lamb. I also want to thank our sponsors of our show, Grind. Grind is a digital market company based in Toronto. They help lawyers get high-quality leads through Google Ads. If that's something you want to talk about, go to grindsocial.ca and they will help you out. Kane, take care, brother. Um, always blessed talking to you. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs>